Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios, on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. What a week. (laughs) What a week it has been. Absolutely incredible. The level of arrogance on display, the hubris on display this week from a Democrat politician in particular has been nothing short of remarkable and continues to evolve yet again today. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today here at AAR Ranch in our Sig Sauer Studios. The Daniel Defense microphone lit up for you. And of course, it's all brought to you by the great X Insurance. X Insurance. Greg over in Dallas, Texas. It is a Friday. It is your favorite day of the week. And I'm with you on that one today. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm with you on that one. I want to put this one in the rearview mirror. Yeah, well, I'm there with you. Going to be a great show. Stephen Gutowski is joining us, but before we go to Stephen, can you tell people, since we're not on video, where they can participate in the chat? Because the chat's been very lively all week. Uh, sure. If you'd like to join our live chat, you can just head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. You're supposed to take longer than that so I can sip my Coke Zero. Maybe you should I keep uh, forgetting. save that for the break. Yeah, right? And <laughs> carbonated beverages on a live mic is yeah. not what you're supposed to be doing. Oh. Yeah, okay. Well, it's Friday. Let's go to Stephen Gutowski over at The Reload. Stephen, and I should say, too, CNN contributor. I love that. <laughs> you're the real deal. Stephen, have you... <laughs> this week has been incredible, and your reporting at The Reload has been nothing short of incredible. And I'm looking at the reload right now, as I do every day, but all of your top stories on the reload this week, save for Hunter Biden, which we'll go to at some point during the hour with you, have all been New Mexico. This has been remarkable. You've been doing this a long time. What do you take away from, let's just get the party started. Talk to us about the week, because it's continuing to to develop with goofball tweets from this woman, Grisham, in New Mexico. And welcome in, Stephen. Yeah, thanks for... Thanks for having me. It's been a pretty crazy week. Um, I was also, by the way, caught in that manhunt up in Pennsylvania. If you guys heard about that, that was gay. Greg, he was he was posting pictures of the road closures he was stuck in during that man. Yeah, you were up there. We'll talk about all of it. Let's go to the manhunt first. What happened? Where? How'd you get caught up there? You're from the area. Yeah, well, I'm from Chester County, Pennsylvania. I grew up in Downingtown. If anyone's ever had uh, Victory Brewery, that that beer is from yeah. uh, my hometown. And you know, we've obviously we've talked about it on the show before. The love scrapple and cheese steaks and all that stuff. So oh, yeah, right outside of Philly, there. Well, this guy, uh, convicted murderer, 
he stabbed his girlfriend to death in front of their children. Horrible story. He was in the Chester County prison, which I guess he was just there holding after his trial. He was going to be transferred to another more secure prison, but he broke out. He crab walked up the walls, some sort of crazy design flaw with that prison. He got out. Right. Uh, you know, and that was concerning at first. It was like two weeks ago because <laughs> I still got family friends who live nearby that prison. Not super close, but it's a concern. The farm is, uh, you know, an hour away by car. So I wasn't too worried. And then he, news comes, he stole a car. He stole a, a van and he drove up to right outside the farm. They found the car abandoned. He, he, and he stole somebody's gun out of their garage. Uh, got in a, like a shootout with a guy. And that all happened right by the farm where my mom lives and my grandparents live right across the street. And so, wow. so uh, yeah, it was pretty horrible. I, I, and I decided, yeah, I, my mom asked me to come up. Uh, we agreed that I should come up, bring up some of my guns just in case, you know, and just nobody didn't know where he was at the time. He was somewhere there, though. You know, that's a story in and of itself. Can you bring up some of your guns to keep me safe, son? That right there is a story. I mean, it, it, yeah. it's that's the Second Amendment in action, and I applaud you. Now, you know, you know, I, I, I lived in Pennsylvania for a while in that vicinity. I worked uh, the Philly market in the trucking business, which, wow, I was dealing with the Teamsters in Philadelphia when I was a very young man. That's a tough <laughs> job, man. You know, those guys don't play games. But I, I learned a lot up there. But I lived in Phoenixville, and I know that he had, I guess he had been spotted in and around the Phoenixville area as well. And in uh, mm-hmm. the Norristown area. So relative to just between you and I and how, how far from Phoenixville is your mom in that farm? Uh, not far. I guess that some people thought that maybe where, that's where he was trying to get to. Okay. He had lived in, in Phoenixville, I guess, at some point. Um, and, you know, he told police that his plan was to try and carjack somebody and, and drive up to Canada or something. And uh, so, you know, he was, this guy was a, a real threat uh, to my family right there. You know, and he stole a rifle too. It was a, yeah. it was a 22, right? So it's not the most powerful weapon in the world, but it is a rifle. And so my concern is, you know, he can reach out and, and touch you from distance. So I brought, you know, have my AR. Because that's like, what? what's a better scenario? Protecting a farm from some escaped murderer with a, his own rifle. Now, I don't know what else you'd go to. Well, oh, now come on. Do you really need that AR, Stephen? <laughs> I mean, couldn't your mom just walk outside and take that shotgun, that double barreled shotgun, and fire two blasts into the air? That, of course, is a famous quote from Goofball in the, in the White House. But honestly, obviously, I'm being sarcastic. But that is exactly what the AR-15 is for. It's why it's the most popular rifle in America. And I applaud you. I, I, I don't see that you've read. You should write that. That's a great story. Yeah. Yeah, no, I probably will for, for members this weekend, just to give people a little insight. We talked about it on the podcast this week. So the, mm-hmm. uh, on Monday, that'll be out for to the public Sunday will be up for members, so there'll be a little a little more insight into the whole thing. Luckily, well, you know, and, and I should say too, my mom didn't sleep the night before, and my stepdad because they were they he was close enough that they're flying helicopters right, over right. the farm, right? Flying planes, fixed with you know that night that I was up there, um, there were at least four over top the farm. Our farm's not very big, but. It, there are woods right behind it, too, uh, which were in the direction of where he was spotted last. And so wow. 
the concern was, you know, he's, he could come out of those woods. Uh, I got a whole farm. I got my mom's house and my grandparents' house across the street. And so I'm out, you know, uh, clearing. Our, and we got motion sensing lights, which anyone who has those knows that they're great, but they also go off all the time for all kinds mm-hmm. of things. And and so they weren't great for my anxiety, and I had to clear the property a couple times that night. I didn't sleep much, but, you know, at the end of the day, my mom was able to get some sleep on uh, on, on Wednesday night, Tuesday night. And uh, so I, I, was, I was grateful for that. They felt some level of protection. Because you were there with an AR-15. You were there with an AR-15. That's a wonderful story. I'm just curious because you are also a CNN contributor. And forgive me, I I don't watch CNN a lot. I try try to catch it when you're on or, you know, at least catch the after effects. But has anybody at CNN asked you about that? Did you have an opportunity to talk about that on CNN at all? Uh, Yeah, I was on CNN the morning they called him. Um, Because that's, uh, by the way, happy ending. I'm sure most people probably heard already but they did catch him right by the farm there they they did have him cornered they figured out where he was it's just a while to actually get a dog in there and, and actually find him specifically but thank god they did and that whole ordeal ended happily but uh yeah so i was on there briefly to talk about my uh you know experience uh going up to to protect my family uh, you know i didn't get into as much detail as we're getting into here or on the podcast but uh yeah, I was able to go on and, and share a little bit. Good for you. Uh, so millions of Americans, you get to see that. Well, I don't know. It's CNN. Hundreds of thousands of Americans get to see that. But nonetheless, you, you reached out and, and reached a lot of people with that. I think that's fantastic. And congratulations. And I'm glad your family's safe. I knew you had I, I was following your Instagram and all and and some of your posts. And I and I knew that it was that you were concerned about. I just didn't realize that it was this intense. But that's a great story, and thank you for telling it on air. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're an anti-gunner listening to the program right now, well, gosh darn it, you, you know, you just heard why people might want to have an AR-15 in their home. And, you know, when people say no one uses an AR-15 for self-defense, Stephen, I've got one sitting right here, my Daniel Defense. One of my, I've got my M4 right here behind me. And you know what? It's being used for self-defense right now because it's here in the event I need it. It's that simple. That's all you need to tell somebody. You don't have to put it to use. It's here in the event you need it. Stephen, we're getting ready to take our first break. When we come back, let's go to New Mexico, and then we'll cover some of Hunter Biden. But this New Mexico thing, I can't wait to get your expert opinion on this, because you have written extensively about this at TheReload.com, ladies and gentlemen. And as as well, your contributing writer, Jake Fogelman, has done an outstanding job, and that's the lead story. We're going to talk about it and analyze what has happened from Stephen Gutowski, another expert on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. We'll be back in four minutes on the flip side of the break with Stephen Gutowski from The Reload. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. 
AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep in bare arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Daniel Defense Firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Daniel Defense is freedom, passion, and precision, and Daniel Defense is represented right here at AAR Ranch. 
right now. So is Sig, by the way, and so is they're all here and the North American Arms. I have them all here. So uh, visit all of our partners. There's there's a good place to put a plug in for that. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues now. It's all brought to us by X Insurance on the Daniel Defense microphone in the Six Hour Studios. Let's go back to Stephen Gutowski from the Reload. Stephen, thanks for coming on today. I do appreciate it on a Friday. I know you're busy. And um, I, I guess let's just start with New Mexico and kind of take it away. Some of your headlines, I, I, I won't read them all, but the vast majority of the headlines on your front page, and there are about seven or eight of them, are, are with the exception of Hunter Biden about New Mexico. And this governor has, a, has just quadrupled down again today. And she said in a tweet, well, I guess late yesterday, I'm still waiting on a thank you note from New Mexico GOP. Way to use my call to action around hashtag, or excuse me, pound gun violence as a fundraiser instead of using it as an opportunity for immediate action to save New Mexicans. And the Republican Party of New Mexico responded, thanks for the plug, Governor. We're taking you to court and holding you accountable for violating your oath of office, stepping on the rights of New Mexicans, and taking four years to acknowledge the violent crime that has exploded as a result of your administration, only to pull a stunt to unarmed law-abiding Mexicans. New Mexicans, if anyone wants to help us raise funds to hold Governor MLG accountable to the fullest extent of the law, they can donate at this link here. So it was a great troll. Let's start with the, when this story first broke. What was Stephen Gutowski at the reload thinking? Yeah, I thought that this move by Governor Grisham was the most straightforward rebuke of what the Supreme Court held in last year's Bruin decision, which is that gun carry is protected by the Second Amendment. I mean, here she is saying, uh, you, just issuing a total suspension of gun carry rights in at least in Albuquerque and the surrounding county. And, uh, I mean, I figured it was going to be a huge showdown, and, and it certainly has been. So let's uh, let's take that over to Hockle, because it has been the, the, a, a straightforward rebuke of Bruin, and it took what Kath, what what Hockle in New York, for example, and Murphy in New Jersey, for example, and Newsom in California, for example. It took it's taken what they've done and made it look like child's play in a sandbox. Yeah, it's fascinating, so, and it's it's wild from the sort of political strategy standpoint. I mean, I mean, I guess if your goal is to get a lot of attention, it's certainly accomplished that, but. Those other bills you you just referred to there, the Bruin response bills, first of all, those are legislation that was passed. So, you know, this was all right. done unilaterally through an executive uh, emergency order. So it's even, you know, pushing the boundaries in that way, too. Uh, but those those other bills have also faced a lot of trouble in court. Right? They've been found unconstitutional repeatedly. And they're going to be as they work their way through the courts. And we've had Gottlieb on the program many times who's, who feels that we're going to be victorious in virtually all of these as a direct result of the Bruin decision. And the Supreme Court is sitting back, watching these cases move through the system, playing out the way they're supposed to, and at some point the Supreme Court is going to have another word. And when they do, we feel pretty confident that it's going to be a complete rebuke of their rebuke, if that makes sense. But yeah, I have never... I think that's go probably ahead. accurate. Well, I've never yeah, seen I mean, a politician go this far. No, uh, you know, and that's that's another interesting layer to it as well, because, uh, you know, you'll notice that the New Mexico legislature has not passed a broom response bill because they have uh, shall issue 
concealed carry permits in New Mexico, and nobody has had an issue with those, uh, just like most of the rest of the states. You, you notice that all these brewing response bills are coming from states where they didn't have shall issue beforehand, mm-hmm. where they had, you know, may issue, which in effect most of the time meant that almost nobody actually could get a permit. New Mexico hasn't been like that, even though it's been a, a you know, a state where Democrats have controlled uh, the legislature and the governorship for a long time. And so it seems like she took a state where they wouldn't be able to pass one of these broom response bills and then went even farther beyond what those broom response bills do by just outlawing all forms of carry, whether you have a permit or not. And outright admit that a criminal won't follow it, which is another fascinating <laughs> angle here. But, but you, see, you laugh about it. See, Greg, I'm not the only one. I love hearing you laugh about that because it is a laughable situation, although it kind of really isn't. But it is, if you know what I mean. The yeah. the political, you know, there's, that, there's an old saying, right, that you know, there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? Mm. Ah, this was bad publicity for her. And yet she's continuing in the face of terrible publicity. And when I say that, I mean a rebuke from her sitting sheriff in her county, a rebuke from the D.A. in, you know, the local D.A. in Albuquerque and the state Mm -hmm. attorney general yet continues to quadruple down. And I am beginning to question her sanity, frankly. What do you think is going on here? What, What do you think her strategy is being that what I just read on that tweet is less than one day old yeah her strategy it's it's very unclear from the beginning to me what exactly she was trying to accomplish other than getting attention and she did certainly get attention but like you mentioned it's all been very negative attention including from her own allies and from you know even david hogg was of uh, march for our lives right. was was decrying this as unconstitutional and so, because, uh, yeah, you're right. When she, she had that press conference when she first announced this, and not only did, in that does she say that her, both uh, the constitutional rights are limited, but also her own oath of office is limited, uh, which you've seen other Democrats in the state sort of uh, re- respond to that and kind of mock the idea that that's the case. Uh, and then also, yeah, like you said, she, she flat out said she didn't expect criminals to follow this. And today... She had a, a news conference. Now, she does appear to be starting to back down on this, um, which is interesting because you're right. Yesterday, she was still going back and forth with the NRA on Twitter, going back and forth with state mm-hmm. Republicans. and But today, she had another press conference that had just happened uh, a couple hours ago where she said um, she's going to change the order so that you can carry uh, just not in state parks, which is closer Right to some of these other broom response with the sort of sensitive places restrictions, right. and um, so it's not a total ban anymore. Uh, and and also, she, <laughs> but at the same time, she said there've been, I think they said 298 shots fired in Albuquerque in uh, during this period of time, which sort of also indicates that this didn't have any practical effect <laughs> on the kind of people you're trying to stop from, uh, you know, carrying guns around, which would be criminals. Well, you know, there's a lot. This opens up. We're getting ready to take another break, and I'll just kind of throw this out. But this this opens up more questions every single day about when, with her own admission, and hearing the remarkable response from Democrats in positions of law enforcement authority. 
and legal authority, attorneys general, etc. I've, I've, I'm going to take it back just a little bit. The trial balloon aspect of this, what this means for the party as a whole, and I'll give you one of my theories about what I think it means for gun control as a whole, and we'll keep the conversation alive. We've got Stephen Gutowski for another two segments for a Friday, and I really appreciate you being here, Stephen. We'll be back right after the break. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us, the GRPC, this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit saf.org to register today. Register at saf.org. We'll see you there. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus 1 rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. The 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. 
Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yes, welcome back. Mark Walters at AAR Ranch in these six-hour studios here on the Daniel Defense Platinum microphone in this hour of the program. And it's all brought to you by the great X Insurance. Welcome back. Let's go right back to Stephen Gutowski from The Reload. Stephen... The let me let me start this segment with this question. I mentioned in the previous segment when we were closing out, coming to the break, this this discussion of maybe you know was this a trial balloon? Do you think? And let me let me set the question up this way: There seemed to be a general consensus a week ago on my Sunday huge monster cast program in our roundtable with Car Arms CEO Justin Moon, Lead Slinger CEO Brad Primo, and reporter Neil McCabe that this may very well have been, or they got the sense that this was a trial balloon, which to me would indicate, if it was, that she spoke to somebody else up the Democrat Party chain. And I don't think, now, a lot has happened over the course of the week. If I even felt that way last week, I now don't, because this governor is showing, I don't think she's intelligent enough. But do you feel that this was a trial balloon that she was trying or that the Democrats maybe wanted to see in a post-COVID environment? Look, we all know what the sheep did during COVID lockdowns, everything the Democrats wanted them to do in blue states. Were they trying to see how far they could push the Second Amendment with this, do you think, at a bigger on a bigger scale? And she just happened to be the target. Uh, I don't you know. I don't think it was. like a, cons- a concerted effort to, to put out a trial balloon. Um, instead, what I what I would how I would frame it, I guess, in my mind, uh, you know, unless there was some email or something that came out that showed more evidence of uh, you know larger planning to this, because she kind of seems like she she just tossed this out there without a lot of planning or thinking. Because I think the DA. In the county, the sheriff, the sheriff, the sheriff county, where this was in effect, didn't even know about it coming down until uh, until it happened. He said, um, "Now, you know, it doesn't mean she didn't talk about this with other people beforehand." But uh, but what I would say that's sort of in the same vein is that politics is a lot like the NFL in that um, once somebody does something and has success with it, it kind of gets copycatted to death. And if somebody tries something new and they get clobbered, it goes away. You know what I mean? 
And that's where I analogy. see this. Like if the, if this had worked, right? If she if there uh, she announced this, she used you know, oh well, we'll just use I'll just declare an emergency. It doesn't have to be based on anything. In fact, uh, Albuquerque police, if you look at their crime data. Murder is actually down 21% mm-hmm. through uh, June this year compared to the previous year. So there, the idea that there is a, some sort of emergency going on beyond just a general concern with violent crime that, you know, of course, is still an issue. Uh, it, but uh, the idea that it's an emergency seems pretty thin to begin with. But, you know, you know and we'll just I'll use that to expand my powers and we'll suspend gun carry rights and we'll see how it goes. If that had worked, if there hadn't been five, six lawsuits immediately filed, if a, a federal judge appointed by Joe Biden hadn't issued a temporary restraining order, if you hadn't had all this backlash, yeah, I could see that going and uh, becoming popular with other deep blue states, you know, California, New, New York, New Jersey, just like you've seen with these broom response laws. Mm-hmm. And So in that sense, the fact that she got clobbered this way, both politically and in court, probably signals that this isn't going to be something that comes back up again, at least for a while. That's interesting because your headline, I agree with you totally, by the way, any sense that this was a trial balloon has waned at this point as this has progressed throughout the week. But you have a... uh, a headline, New Mexico governor has discovered new political limits of gun control. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that's a member exclusive, and I'm a member of the Reload. Stephen, I'll let you take this opportunity to tell people, because it's really inexpensive and you get great journalism from you and Fogelman and others over there. Tell people where they can become members like I am, and then we'll talk about the Yeah, piece. Yeah, you can head to the, the Reload.com and, and pick up a membership. That's how we are able to do our reporting. You know, we're not owned by a big corporation or funded by some secretive billionaire somewhere like that. All the money for the reload comes straight from the members. Uh, and so, you know, it's important. The, really the only way that we're able to do this, this sort of reporting that we do in this, uh, I think, very unique way that we do it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean. Political the, limits. The, the, that's the more interesting part to me. Personally, you know, the legal stuff, we've talked a lot about the legal stuff since Bruin, and we're seeing pretty, uh, pretty frequently the new legal limits on gun control that are out there. Right. But this is one where you're seeing that, but also the political limits, because a lot of this was a lot of the reason for the failure of this attempt by Governor Grisham comes from this political backlash that just completely unified her opposition, right? The the gun rights side is totally unified in opposition to this, whether it's the Republican Party in the state or the gun rights groups of every flavor that you can imagine out there. And then her side's divided. I mean, I don't think I've seen the gun control uh, movement this divided. I mean, and, and, and honestly, you're not seeing any of them come out and support her at best. You're getting okay. Don't silence. don't get ahead of me. Don't get. <laughs> I'm going to go down that road with you. And I love the way you're going with this. Let's talk about the political limit first, and then we'll go. We'll shift over to the gun control side, because if let's just use the premise. We all know their ultimate goal is to eventually they want to wipe out our right to bear arms. That's their ultimate goal, and we can go all the way back to early '90s with 
Feinstein, if I could have done it, Mr. and Mrs. America, 51%, turn them all in, I would have. We know that's their goal. Has that changed as a result of this? Because the backlash was immediate, it was swift, not just from our side, but also members of the gun control movement. Did they just Mm. axe their ultimate goal here? No, look, uh, you know, like you mentioned there, there's plenty of people in in the gun control movement who ultimately believe that owning a gun is not a right and that you, the society would be better off without any guns at all. And I don't think that they've changed their calculation on that necessarily. It's probably more, you know, it's more of a strategic calculation in terms of, uh, you know, where they want to be fighting battles. They don't want to be fighting this battle. They all look at it as as a clear loser. For what I mean, I you know why they've come to that conclusion, and while they're still doing the Bruin response bills, I don't really know. I guess just because this is so much more blatantly, yeah. um, uh, you know, in, in the opposite of what the court has said you can do, uh, perhaps. But you know, you can even go back to the original name of some of these groups, right? The I think Brady was initially called the Handgun Control, Handgun Control, right? Inc. Yeah, yeah. They all wanted a handgun ban 30, 40 years ago, but that's the political reality is that's not going to happen. You know, if you look at the polling on it, nobody wants a, a handgun ban. It's like an 80-20 issue at this point. And so, that you know, they're, they're, they're looking for where they can find that popular support. And that that's the big significant shift in this, I think, is the, at least a significant portion of the gun control movement has realized that the idea of completely banning gun carry is not something that's going to happen either because of the legal reality of the Supreme Court or the popular reality of what people will will support in terms of laws. Well said, because that is exactly the response that they saw. When we come back, I want to go back now to the gun control movement and their silence and silence from leading Democrats on this as well. And then we'll we'll kind of shift over to Hunter Biden, another big story out there that's that's gaining some legs as we head into the final break of this hour of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense here at AAR Ranch. Mark Walters with you today, as I am every day, six days a week, here in the Sig Sauer Studios on the Monday through Friday Daily Defense Show. In this hour, in front of the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone, it's all being brought to us by X Insurance. Please make it a point to visit all of our partners. You can find them all at armedamericanradio.com. We'll talk about them coming up later in the show. We've got Stephen Gutowski for one more segment. Don't go away. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig-like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. The gold set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The gold set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Ah, back to the show indeed. Welcome back in. Final segment of Hour 1 of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense today. I appreciate you being here today. 
WNJD 102.3 FM in Cape May in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Welcome aboard. You guys have been with us now, I guess, for over a week now. And I hope you're enjoying the Armed American Daily Defense uh, radio broadcast. You're listening to us early in the morning on your drive. We appreciate that very much. And you got the Sunday show live from 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 to 8 Pacific Time, which you don't really care about because you're on Eastern Time in New Jersey, but every Sunday. So we're looking forward to meeting up with you again this coming Sunday on the Huge Monster Cast. Stephen Gutowski from The Reload, also CNN contributor, is going to help us wrap up this hour this week. And, Stephen, again, thank you for being here. I, I, your insight is, is very important, and I appreciate it, and, and all the work you do, particularly when it comes to making my job easier because of the, when we do the research and show prep every day, you play a major role in that. Now, you're going to be at the Gun Rights Policy Conference. You and I are going to be sharing the stage again together. You and I are generally on the same panel every year. Uh, you will be there, right? Yes, absolutely. I'll be speaking again this year. Good. So uh, you can come out and meet Stephen. If you haven't done it, there's still time. Register, saf.org, if you want to come out to Phoenix and hang out with us. It's been a, it's been a remarkable, remarkable week. And I, I, think, uh, I think I found my speech this week for the GRPC. Stephen, this has been, uh, this has been a really wild turn of events. All right, let, let's go over mm-hmm. to gun control, the gun control movement now. Okay, you've seen the sheriff, John Allen, essentially wipe, quote-unquote, gun control off the map. I mean, it, it just checkmated it. This is not about law-abiding people. Our data have never shown that. Everything the Bloombergians at Al have said they wanted to do pretty much just got shot down, and New Mexico already has some of what they want for the rest of the country in the form of red flags or expanded background checks, whatever they want to call it, safe, so whatever it is they want to call it. Has this harmed the gun control movement? And the follow-up to that is, why have they been silent? And I mean dead silent on this. I think it's definitely not where they want the conversation to be. Right? They, they want to talk about banning certain kinds of, of guns, you know, the AR-15 being the, uh, the main culprit there, of course, as it has been for years. They, they want to talk about, yeah, red flag laws, like you said, trying to uh, get back to ground that they feel more comfortable on than, um, you know, uh, arresting people who have a, a concealed carry license for literally just carrying their gun. Right. Um, you know, that that's not something I think they view as a, as a winning argument. And so I don't, you know... Uh, I don't. I don't think that they're that it's it's going to help them this whole ordeal in the long run. I don't know how much you know how much is it going to hurt. Like, is New Mexico going to repeal those laws you just mentioned? Probably not. Uh, you know, I, 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 how much are these? Is the sheriff in in that county or the the Albuquerque Police Department going to totally change their view of guns uh, and and efforts to restrict them probably not there but it does certainly show you where they're not going to have success and where where they seem to have that understanding which is in the area of uh, at the very least trying to completely uh suspend the rights of people to, to carry firearms you know there, there seems to be some agreement now at least that gun carry is a constitutionally protected right in some form, which is not something that really you saw even 
mm-hmm. just before this happened. You know, I, I don't know that you'd ever heard David Hogg say anything along the lines of gun carry is a constitutional right before now. Yeah, when that kid comes out and says something intelligent, you got to wonder what the other side is thinking as well. All right, so let's let's shift over to Hunter Biden with the last three to four minutes that we have together. You've covered it over there at TheReload.com. Hunter Biden indicted on three federal gun charges. What does this tell you? Because that, another crazy turn of events with Hunter Biden, the plea deal fell apart. Now he's being indicted. Is this a smokescreen? We're seeing some on the right on some of the pundits saying, don't, don't believe what you're seeing here. This is a smokescreen. Is it? Uh, you know, I don't think so. I think this is more of a situation where they had a deal worked out. And then the judge started asking some pointed questions. It turned out they didn't really totally agree on this. And and I think the prosecutors felt that Hunter Biden's lawyers at his side were trying to get an even better deal than than what was already a pretty good deal for him that, you know, avoided jail time. And so now they're coming back like you would expect a prosecutor after a failed plea deal. And they're saying, well, all right, if you're not going to take our deal, Here's three felony charges. Right, uh, right. You know, maybe you'll reconsider your position is kind of the feeling, I guess. So it could still end in a deal in the sense that, you know, if you're expecting Hunter Biden to go to jail for 10 years, that's definitely not going to happen uh, off charges like these. Even if he got convicted, it'd probably be much lower range given that he doesn't have a criminal history. Now, I know that's obviously something that people are upset about in and of itself that, you know, there's a lot of other things out there that, uh, you know, came from the laptop that people, you know, why hasn't, why doesn't he have a criminal history sort of situation? But, uh, you know, it, it's, it still seems like this is the prosecutor saying, look, come back to the table, give us what we want in the deal and, uh, or else you're going to have to go to court with all these trials. The real interesting twist though to me is <laughs> that his lawyers are already saying they're going to use a Second Amendment defense here. I don't right. I don't think it's the most likely thing to happen, but it could, you could actually get a United States v. Biden Second Amendment precedent out of this, which would be just crazy. I, yeah, I, I've read that. I, I don't know how this is going to progress. It's too early to tell, but that would be fascinating. These are federal charges. Is he worried about these at all? Is he losing sleep over these, knowing daddy's the president of the United States and likely, if he can remember to do so, is likely going to pardon his son anyway? Are we just wasting our time and spinning our wheels here? That's a fair point. Like, at the end of the day, if, uh, you know, presidents tend to pardon the people they like right on as their heads out the door, right, um, whenever that might be for Biden, whether it's sooner or later. But uh, so, yeah, that's a fair point. But at the same time, this is a special counsel, so in theory, at least, the president would have to do something pretty dramatic to uh, uh, that would be very politically damaging, I think, to step in and, and uh, cause this all to go away. So I don't see that happening, at least. I mean, not in, not in, you know, if you get down to the line, maybe. But it seems more like a pardon that could happen in, you know, the last month he's in office or something along those yeah, lines. I, I agree with that. I, that's what I think will happen as well. Stephen, we're getting ready to end this hour. First off, TheReload.com, ladies and gentlemen. You can read everything he he puts out and Jake puts out over there on the contributing writers. The information on the podcast is there. I, I'm proud to say I'm one of the original members of The Reload when you first got this thing started, and it's been really fun yep. to watch you blow this up. And, of course, now we can watch you on national television at CNN as a contributor. 
and giving some common sense responses over there. Real quick, uh, 10 seconds. Have you been shocked by the media's handling of this? I have. 10 seconds. The you New know, Mexico uh, edition? To some degree. Yeah, yeah. The New Mexico been interesting. Thing, I mean, they've been very forceful in the question of the governor, which I think is the right, the right thing to do in this circumstance. God bless you. Stephen, I'm looking forward to seeing you next week at the Gun Rights Policy Conference in Phoenix, Arizona. Thanks for being here. Stephen Gutowski, TheReload.com. When we come back, I will carry on the conversation, and we've got some other things we want to talk about as well, too. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues from the Sig Sauer Studios, and we will be on the Crossbreed Holsters microphone when we come back. And, of course, it's all being brought to you by X-Insurance. See you at six minutes after on the flip side. Filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 454 